Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. And as I said, I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kislett with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Morning, Roger. Good morning, Thomas. How are you? Splendid. How are you? Did you see that game last night? The Hawks game? Yeah. Fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, you're, you're, you're a sports guy, right? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I am a sports guy, yes. Um, hopefully they can pull it off. Um, we're, we're, in, we're in sports country. Um, Thomas, if you don't mind, would, would you please go around our Zoom room here and introduce our guest here on the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight? Absolutely. Um, we have a great mix of guests this morning, and I'm pleased to introduce uh, all of them today. It's four of them. And uh, I want to go ahead with uh, Christina Holtzclaw. She's with the Northwest Georgia Center for Independent Living. And then we have Penny Miller from the Hampton Inn Hotel. We have Todd Looper from Inventure IT. And last but not least, we have Brooks Mathis from Greater Community Bank. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Morning. Hello, all. Thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. Um, sounds like we got a good group here, and maybe you can tell some interesting stories. I guess we'll we'll start ladies first. And what I like to do is kind of go around the room here for thirty seconds to a minute, just a quick overview, so we can kind of get everybody on here in the first four or five minutes. Just kind of tell us a little bit about your organization, what it's about, and what what do you do there? And I guess we'll start with you, Christina. Okay, I'm Christina Holtzclaw. I'm the Assistant Director at Northwest Georgia Center for Independent Living, and I've uh, been here for 17 years. I was here when the center first came to Rome. Um, we serve 15 counties all the way up to the Tennessee line. Uh, we work with uh, people of all ages and disabilities to help them meet their independent living goals. Uh, we help with assistive technology uh, to get home modifications such as ramps. Uh, those types of, you know, we do classes. Uh, we've been doing some, we're getting back into in-person classes again, but we have been doing uh, many classes on Zoom and we have our collaborative meeting every month. So uh, we, we interact with the community to help make it more accessible to everybody. And just quickly, just any and all disabilities? Yes, sir. Yes. Anybody, we've had uh, children, and we've, well, we've had infants as young as a year old or under, and then we've had, I think our oldest person we work with is 103 years old. Wow. And you, you mentioned you'd gotten a lot of work done on Zoom. Well, what would we have done? We have, what would we have done without Zoom through the pandemic? We, if we had just invested, <laughs> invested in it, some of you may have been smart enough to do that. Uh, Penny, let's check in with you at the Hampton Inn. Um, how are things at the Hampton Inn? What is your role? Uh, how is business, you know, since, the, since we're hopefully coming out of the pandemic here? Um, I am the general manager here, have been since uh, six months prior to opening. We've been open five years-ish. Uh, as far as business goes, we are seeing a huge pickup in recreational, which is awesome. And we are seeing some of our businesses come back, but not all of them yet. So what were like the biggest uh problems for you guys just just literally empty rooms or are we returning to normal from your perspective i I, we're getting closer to normal um but yeah as far as occupancy goes it was you know last year was horrendous yeah i I guess horrendous was the key word for everybody okay uh todd um 
in, I'm gonna, am I going to pronounce this right? Inventure IT. That's right. And, That's right. And, and and your role is what? I am the director of business development. It's a fancy word for the sales guy. I'm the only sales guy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you're in IT, y'all have to have fancy words for normal stuff, don't you? Oh, yeah. And I, I don't have a fancy background. I, I usually do Google Meets, so I'm behind on my Zoom, so I'm sorry about that. Okay. I'm not the engineer, so I, don't, I break more than I fix. Um, so, Roger, thank you. And, Thomas, thank you for inviting me. Um, we are a uh, medium-sized uh, IT firm that does everything from – Software development, that's actually how we started in the carpet industry up here in Dalton. Our headquarters are in Dalton, um, but we do um, networks, Wi-Fi, cybersecurity, computers. If, if, if your company runs a computer, we can, we can work with you. And we have offices in Savannah and Dalton, and I'm, I've been trying hard to get into the Rome market, but COVID really knocked me back a whole lot of steps. So I'm just cranking it back up. Are, are there any businesses at all today that don't use computers? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I haven't found one yet. I haven't found one yet. It's, it's just crazy how times change. I mean, even over my lifetime, it's just fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm going to digress here, but this is a conversation. My grandmother was born in 1901 and passed away in 1987, but she had told me she went from literally horse and buggy to the space shuttle. Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think when she was born, when, when did when did the Wright brothers fly? I don't even think we had flown yet. Uh, and, and, you know, in less than 70 years, we went to the moon. Anyway, I digress. Let's get to Brooks. Hi, Brooks. How are things at GCB, Greater Community Bank? They are great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, we're excited. We're celebrating our 25th year in business this year. Um, we started in 1996, so... Um, in February, we marked that milestone, and um, we've had tremendous growth, not just in Rome, but um, we are actually finishing up a renovation at our Calhoun office. Um, this weekend, we'll have our grand reopening. We've had that office there for 10 years. I've been in Rome for 25, and we've also expanded into Cartersville. We have an office um, on Main Street downtown in Cartersville, and we're building a new office there at Highway 41. Um and Main Street right off Dixie Avenue in Cartersville. So we're really growing our presence in Northwest Georgia and happy to celebrate that milestone of 25 years this year. So you've been with the bank for 25, you said? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm, I've been actually with the bank um, just at one year. Okay. Um, I'm a Rome native. <laughs> That's what I uh, meant. But I spent uh, 10 years in Atlanta working for the Cobb Chamber of Commerce and just moved back last year to work with the bank. I got you. Um, and of course the, the main branch is there on Martha Berry, uh, next to the post office, uh, uh, near Somerville park and John Davenport drive and all that. Right. Right. Yes. And we've got our, our other Rome location next to the YMCA on second Avenue. So, uh, did you guys, the, the PPP loan stuff through the pandemic, was that overwhelming? Was that just something that had to be trudged through as you helped customers and, are we, are we on the back end of all of that stuff for you guys now, or now is it verification? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it was, it was really an incredible service that we were happy to provide. We helped, um, we helped do loans that affected over 8,000 jobs um, within the markets that we serve, and we were the top uh, 21 banks in the state of Georgia to produce loans to companies that needed those loans during this pandemic. 
Wow, that's fantastic. And uh, any other future growth plans? You mentioned Cartersville. Are you are you guys taking it slowly, cautiously, one step at a time? Yes, we've been we've been in Cartersville for about a year. So if you're familiar with Main Street, um, we're just a few doors down from Jefferson's on the same side. Um, in a temporary location, and we're constructing a, a new state-of-the-art facility right there. Um, if you're facing 41, kind of across from Target right there on the Dixie Avenue side that parallels 41. So um, we're in the process of constructing that new building. And so we're really focused on the new growth in Calhoun, um, the new growth in Cartersville, but we hope to continue to, um, to grow throughout Northwest Georgia. Gotcha. Uh, Christina, one of the things that was interesting to me is I kind of did a little Googling and looking at websites for, uh, for everybody here in the Northwest Georgia center for independent living. Most of your staff members have some sort of disability according to your website. Yes. Uh, all of our staff do. Um, I'm, I'm blind. Uh, we do have people on our staff who are hearing impaired or deaf and, uh, we, we have some people who have um, you know, mental health disabilities. I mean, it's, uh, we, we serve anybody and everybody. And what we do is, and I think it's the most unique service we have, is uh, we have peer mentoring here. And everybody on our staff is uh, peer certified peer mentors. Um, and uh, we have one person on our staff who's a dual certification uh, in mental health um, peer mentoring. And uh, we, what we do is we work with people with disabilities. Uh, we don't necessarily pair the disability. Um, if we have somebody who comes in, for instance, who's blind, I mean, they wouldn't necessarily be paired with me. Um, what we do is we pair somebody who, whatever their goal might be, and somebody who has similar experience in that, that's how, how, that's how we would put them together. Um, so, you know, I may end up working with somebody who's, say, a wheelchair user. Or, you know, it, it doesn't, and we don't really pair the disabilities. And, and if, they, you know, if it turns out that way, that's great. But we, we try to help people meet their goals and we want to pair them with somebody who's had an experience uh, navigating whatever it is they're trying to navigate to get to from A to B, whatever they're wanting to accomplish. It's fascinating. I guess it does. It, I, I'm not, I don't know what word I'm searching for here, if it makes it more personal, because, because your staff certainly understands what people's <laughs> needs are. Yes. Is, is, is that helpful? It, it is. I mean, we, we build ramps and we have people on the staff who, you know, they use those ramps. Um, so when we have people who, you know, use them and, you know, we work with, you know, helping, you know, our area be ADA compliant and, you know, Americans with Disabilities Act. And, you know, there's a difference between being compliant and what's actually user friendly. So we're working with, you know, different places to make sure that, you know, the buildings are accessible or homes are accessible. We, we have people who end up, you know, they'll say go into a, a nursing home facility for some kind of rehabilitation and they'll end up having to stay there. And, and a lot of times it's just a simple ramp that would get them back out into the community and back home to their, you know, to their life. And how are you guys funded? We are funded through the state. We, um, have state and federal funding with grants, um, and we work with uh, vocational rehabilitation and Department of Labor. And of course, we have donations that we welcome. <laughs> gotcha. So you do you do take donations? Oh yes. Okay. Um, Penny at Hampton Inn, how are you guys funded? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Check in. Leave a credit card, right? <laughs> what? What? You, you said you're the GM. How many years? I'm sorry. I've been at this property for five and a half years. 
And what is what is your background? One of the things we, I like to delve into here is, uh, uh, and I joke that some people kind of when they're in their teenager or college years, they know what they want to do, they latch into a career and they follow it forever. And some people have a dozen different careers through the course of their life. And I'm fascinated by either path. <laughs> what, what, right. What's your background? Um, I've been here for five and a half years. I managed the uh, past location in Rome for nine years. I managed a, loca- a Hampton Inn and a Marietta for five years. I managed one in Cartersville for three years. When I was about 18 years old, I started working in a hotel and I haven't figured out how to get out of them yet. So... <laughs> check out this is yeah this is what i'm doing until i figure out what i want to be when i grow up check out time is noon or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the eagles uh, you yeah, can you check you can check out any time you like but you can never leave <laughs> that's about the truth of it yeah <laughs> oh and todd what is your background you said basically your your sales for inventure it but do, do you do you have an it background or could you sell anything Oh, put me on the spot. Uh, I probably could sell anything if I understood it. And so the, my background is healthcare. So I, I spent 20 years in healthcare marketing. And uh, before that, I, I grew up in the real estate business. My, my family was a bunch of real estate developers. And so I've, I've dabbled in all of it. But I love IT. I'm, my wife says I'm a closet nerd, and that's a good word. Um, so I dabble in everything, but I've really enjoyed IT because, frankly, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, everybody has a computer. Everybody uses it. And if I'm going to be involved in something, I prefer to be involved in things that everybody needs. And um, it's I just find it enjoyable. And, frankly, I love tech. I'm an early adopter. So for me, it was a, a natural. And I, and I know the owners of this business. So when I left healthcare, I just came to them one day and said, hey, I'm going to come work for you. And they, they took me in. So I'm surprised they took me in. You, but they did. They took me in. You sold them on you. I did. And I, I think that, I think relationships and all that matter. And I know, um, I know, I know, I know everybody on this call can relate to that. I mean, whether you're banking or hotel or chamber, it's, if, if you are not a, um, a positive smiling person who can adapt to the craziness you're probably not going to be a people person. So I just, I do enjoy working with people. That's part of just business connectivity, isn't it, Thomas? The people and the relationships. Correct. That's what the chamber does. That's what we're here for, you know, and it's always great to see, you know, just look at our guest list today. You know, we have hospitality, we have finance, we have IT, we have nonprofit, you know, and um, our job is, you know, just to find synergies and to help and to connect and um, form like, this podcast here, Roger, is, is, is a per- perfect platform for that. Yeah. Brooks, you are at, at Greater Community Bank. Your responsibility is marketing, correct? That's correct. So um, tell me a little bit about marketing a, a community bank versus one of the big boys. So we'd really like to, to focus our efforts on giving back to the communities <laughs> in which we serve and, and knowing that if you have a loan – it doesn't get sent to Atlanta or to a group of people who don't know the community. We make our decisions based right here and we make those decisions quickly. And that money that you are investing and placing with us, everything we do goes back into our communities. Last year, um, we contributed over $60,000 and 2000 hours worth of community service back into the communities that we serve. And so volunteering, giving back and having those local 
decisions made here on behalf of the people who live here are very, very important to us. And what do you do like specifically like uh, advertising on radio, newspapers, social media, things like that? Yeah, we've gone um, mostly digital with our social media. Um, we're on, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, Twitter. We utilize all those platforms, but we do have our digital advertising through billboards. We do some paid advertising on, again, those social media platforms. And we, we like to spread it out across the many platforms because, you know, you miss, mentioned your grandmother earlier. We've got so many customers who really want to pick up that paper and read it, but we've got some people who only look at their phone and scroll. So um, we want to be, be sure we're marketing to each piece of our customer base and that's across all ages. Christina, what are, what are your marketing challenges? Uh, you know, working at a nonprofit that is state funded, but just to make sure people know who you are, what you do and that you're there to help. Well, you know, things like this and, uh, we, uh, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. Uh, we have an Instagram and of course we you know, have a website and we're working on kind of, we're going to do some different things with that. We, we're going to be working with kids more, um, uh, with what I'm doing with, I have two national projects that I'm involved in. Um, one is called my seal, which is marginalized youth. Um, and we're going to be working out in our counties. And then the other the other project is kind of tied in with it. It's a rural project through the University of Montana. And um, we're going to be working in our 15 counties to, to work with outreach. Um, we did phase one where we created curriculum with uh, seven other centers for independent living across the nation. And um, I was a part of helping create that curriculum. Now that we've completed that, what we're going to do is pilot the program uh, in phase two. Um, we're going to be working closely. We've chosen Whitfield County, um, and there's a, there's a large Latinx population in Whitfield County that we're concerned has not been. Um, they haven't been. Um, I, I don't think they are. Re, you know, our outreach has not been getting to them the way we had hoped. And I think with the pandemic, we realized just how many people in our area didn't have access to internet. Um, you know, some of our smaller counties and really far out and, you know, maybe up in Dade, places like that. So we're going to go to good old fashioned mail. Uh, we're going to do some mailing, let people know we're here. We're going to have that in English and in Spanish. And then we're going to do um, some outreach starting with Whitfield, but it will be within all of the other counties as well. Uh, we're going to pilot the program and uh, revise it as needed. So we want to make sure we're reaching all people with disabilities that know to know about our services and to see what is uh, needed in those specific communities. So you go all the way up to the state line of Tennessee and, and Alabama up in the, the Northwest corner. Well, we go yeah to the line and we, the idea is we're going to, you know, if you with working with rural counties, we found out if you're, you know, if you've seen one rural County, that's exactly what you've seen because they're all different and have different needs. And, um, you know, we work with, you know, independent living philosophy of where, you know, I have ideas of what I think certain counties would need, but, you know, I want to hear from the people living there. Um, so, you know, the idea would be we would have some focus groups and talk with them about, you know, do they feel that, you know, say transportation or housing or whatever, for instance, would be what their concerns are and then how we can help address those and, and bridge the gaps that are in the, the community so they can live more independently. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Penny, one of the things, some some professions deal face-to-face -face with people, and obviously some don't. 
but you know, you're basically in the hospitality industry. Can just give me, I've never done that. I've always kind of been in media, you know, so I've, I've never sat behind a cash register and had to do that and and retail or whatever and face-to-face things like hospitality, like you do. What are some of the unique challenges that, you know, somebody like me, I, I know nothing about what it is that that requires. Honestly, you just need to have a heart for hospitality. You, we, we can teach anybody to run the computers, but if you're not someone that wants to take care of the guests, to make sure they're happy, to make sure they feel the love, then this probably isn't the job for you because we, we want those connections. We want, they're not customers, they're guests. We invite them here. We want them to stay with us. We want them to come back. So you just either are or you're not. There's, there's no teaching it. In, in, your, in your long career, just between me and you, you know, give me a, give me a, a story of a, a horror story of the, like the worst guest ever. <laughs> oh, I can't do that for the whole public to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a generic horror story? Like, has anybody like really, really trashed a room or thrown a TV off a balcony or. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we had a basketball team one time that um, wanted to practice shooting hoops in a guest room and every item that was glass in the guest room ended up broken. So that was not a good experience for either of us. <laughs> well, I'm a sports guy. I got no problem with a basketball team practicing. <laughs> uh, so Todd in your business, uh, you're a sales guy, so you're out there developing the relationships. But there's also people in your industry that probably never see anybody. They're the they're the guy working logging code or you know doing the behind the scenes stuff, right, to protect your clients' technology needs. Yeah, I think one thing that's uh, often misunderstood, and, and and myself included, before I started working here, is how much goes on behind the scenes. You said it. I mean, somebody has got to develop code. Somebody's got to write that app. Somebody's got to build that website. Somebody's got to build a network that makes this Zoom work. I mean, I'm on Wi-Fi. Most of us are probably on Wi-Fi right now. And how does that work? How is it safe? And and, and Thomas knows this because I talk about it all the time. Cybersecurity is my number one conversation everywhere I go for every client. And you've got to be prepared. Somebody on the back end has got to help you get ready because ransomware is out of control right now. And Penny, like Penny does with credit cards a lot. That's how people pay. Well, it used to be, I'm worried about losing my customer's credit card numbers. That's not the story anymore. The story is you're worried about losing that whole bucket of numbers and somebody's holding that ransom. They don't care about the credit cards anymore. They just care about that bucket of numbers. They know it's important to you. And they want to steal it and hold it, and you have to buy it back. That's, Roger, that's what I talk about nine out of ten times right now, security. And that can affect any business, could it not? I mean, we've seen at the national level the the hackers that try to affect the United States, but the the pipeline – uh, things like that. But even a small business can be affected. You don't uh, don't think of it in those terms, but I guess that's why you're here. I think I've heard this more than – I hear this more often than not. Oh, my business is small. They're not going to care about me. I don't think they understand how this works. Somebody in Russia or another country far away is putting out little bots, B-O-T-S. They're putting bots in the system looking for vulnerabilities. 
They don't roam Georgia, roam Italy. They don't care where you are. They don't care how much revenue you have. Now, they may look at your website and see how big you are after they got you. And then they hit you with a $5,000 ransom or a $5 million ransom. But they don't care how big you are and who you are. Either way, I could not afford it. I mean, really, most of us are not. Nobody prepares for that stuff. Nobody's prepared for that. And, and and that's in the wheelhouse at Adventure IT to help prepare folks to protect that? Absolutely. That is one of the number one things we do in the last 18 months or so. Well, Brooks, that also ties into banking. I, I know you're primarily a marketing guy, but so you guys deal in numbers. Yeah, y'all have to protect your, your customers as well. So I, I guess this is kind of twofold because I want to touch on you with two things, the face-to-face relationships that are important in your business, and I guess protecting customers' information. Yes, yeah, so face-to-face is so important for us, and that really obviously, like many people, changed this year. You know, the great thing is a lot of our customers – really learned how to use their mobile and online banking and, um, you know, go to e-statements and it really pushed people to be more tech savvy. But once we opened our lobbies back up, it's been really great to see people back in here being able to have that one-on-one connection. And, um, you know, when you're getting a loan or you have a business need, sometimes that face-to-face, you just need that comfort level that you can only get talking to an expert face-to-face versus over the phone or through a Zoom. So um, we've been really glad to have people back back in the, you know, all of our branches and being able to take care of folks that way. And yeah, we get trained, uh, you know, we have a training, it seems like every week on, you know, ransomware and how to, in cybersecurity and how to make sure everything we do is following each letter of the rule to make sure our customers are, are being taken care of and that we're being responsible on our end. I mean, it's, you, you would think we were in it at some point because we're doing these trainings constantly because technology is evolving so quickly. So we have to be sure we're on the front end of that. So absolutely. That's, that's critical. Yeah. Don't, don't click on that link from the Nigerian prince. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Roger, they're getting way better than that now. Way better. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny, and Brooks, to your point, uh, we love the technology, uh, you know, on our phones and online banking and, and just the speed where you can maybe online bill pay. So we love the technology. But yeah, there's a point in time where you want to know who you're, you know, want to know your banker. You know, you want to you right. go in there face to face and say, so, so, you know, because that's the best way to do business still. Um, well, let's kind of, let's kind of wrap things up here and go around one more time. Christina, I could feel like I could talk to you forever. The fact when I had seen this in your bio and you said that you were blind, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's just a fascinating conversation to me about how you navigate through life. Um, but so I, I know that's a unique challenge, but also works probably very well for you in your position because you can identify mm-hmm. with the people you serve. Well, it does. And, and I mean, I'll never have a job that's more, you know, that works with me better. I, I'm in my office. I actually have my guide dog behind me. Her name is Felicia. And I have my computer set up where I use the, it's called the JAWS program. And it's cute because it actually has a little JAWS fin on it, but it, it makes my computer talk. So that's how I got on here today. But, but yes, I mean, it, it's very interesting. And I know working with, um, you know, all so many disabilities. It's um, helped me grow in you know so many ways in the last seventeen years, and 
to be able to help people get ramps and to see so many people get back out in the community. Our job is to hopefully, you know, when somebody comes to us, we want them to become so independent they don't need us anymore. <laughs> you know, do ourselves out of a job. That's exactly what we want to do. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the end goal. Well, tell Felicia I said hello. All right. She's <laughs> snoring behind me. I sure will. <laughs> um, and can we just get contact information again, your social media, your website? How can people get more information, a phone number, email, whatever? Sure. Yeah. If you call the center, it's uh, 706-314-0008, and you'll get Miss Erna on the phone. She's as sweet as can be, and she'll get you know all the information and get you connected with the rest of the staff if you need to be. And uh, it's uh, northwestgeorgiasil.org is our website. And, of course, we have our Facebook. If you just Google that into Facebook, it'll pop right up. Um, but, but, yes, and then we're right here on Broad Street. I mean, if you know where the DeSoto Theater is, we're like right across from it. It's 527 Broad Street. Hey, Tom. That's one of the first times people, we, we have a running joke on our podcast here. When we ask for people's actual physical location, 90% of the time they reference a restaurant. <laughs> you know we're across the street from this or diagonal across the street from this she she mentioned the DeSoto theater which of course everybody knows where that is too uh, so uh penny contact information for you guys website social media how, how can they get a hold of you how can they come stay with you well they can call us at 706-632-5631 we're at 875 west first street downtown rome we're on facebook at hampton and suites downtown rome georgia um, the website is hamptonin.com. You know, they can send up smoke signals. We'll find you. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the closest restaurant? Uh, we are right across Turner McCall from Papa John's Pizza. <laughs> uh, okay, Todd, um, what's your contact information website for Inventure IT? Yeah, so uh, InventureIT.com, and it's 706-529-4638. We are headquartered in Dalton, but you can uh, check us out online. I'm happy to come to Rome. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to do is get down to Rome and meet with small and medium-sized businesses. And we're right next to Buck and Burrito down <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we we're based in Rome too, but we, you know we serve Northwest Georgia. You know, this is this is a podcast to create connections. And I, I did want to ask you, inventure is that a made up word, or does that mean something? And I'm just, I just don't know it. Oh, that's that is a made up word. I think our full name is I don't even remember it half the time. It's about five words: innovative ventures and information technology incorporated. Ah, gotcha. I, I started to ask you that earlier, and I yeah. forgot. It's kind of a DBA thing, right? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of bank accounts do DBA. Uh, uh, so Brooks, uh, greater community bank, social media website, how can people come and open accounts and get a hold of you if they need to? Yeah. So we're, um, greater com, and that's at greater CB on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can come by and see us again. We've got our main branch in Rome, which is right next to the post office on Martha Berry. And then our East Rome location next to the YMCA on second Avenue. And also, if you're uh, up in Calhoun or making your way, we can serve you there on um, Highway 53 across from the Walmart and um, in Cartersville, downtown on Main Street next to Jefferson's. One, <laughs> one restaurant reference there. Right, right. Uh, and, and your lobbies are open? Our lobbies are open. That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, and Penny, are you at full capacity? We are. Yeah. So, okay, great. 
This is uh, it's, it's it's been a long time. <laughs> where I just kind of feel like hey, everybody's getting back to normal. Hopefully, uh, Thomas. Any final thoughts from you? Contact information for the chamber, etc. Yeah, first of all, thank you to all of our guests. And then uh, the second uh, running joke or running theme that we have oh, is yeah. actually finding a theme. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Within, within the talk show, you know. <laughs> and today's theme, um, I think I, I steal this a little bit from the Greater Community Bank because um, they, they, their claim is live better, bank greater. But really, you know, live better applies to everybody, you know, to Christina's organization. You know, they, they want to uh, include, you know, uh, the disability uh, folks um, to be a big part of the community. So uh, they want to, you know, live better uh, it, in venture IT. You know, you want to make life better for for all of our us users, IT users. And then, of course, uh, Penny with, you know, being the face of the community, basically, you know, to welcome our guests and, you know, to make them, you know, feel feel home. And that's, that makes life better. And then, of course, you guys, Brooks, you know, it's it's in your slogan and, um, you know, even the greater community bank. I mean, you have people out in the community everywhere. You know, I, I go running 5 a.m. I see a greater community representative. I go to the theater. I see a greater community representative. I go to a government event. I see a greater community uh, representative. So um, they drop and, you know, the name is really true. And the chamber, uh, if you want to find us and chat uh, more, a little bit about membership and everything else that's going on, uh, you find us on one Riverside Parkway across from one eatery at Stark's Deli. But, you know, there are many more along Broad Street. Um, website is romega.com or just, you know, go to Google and uh, type in Rome Freud Chamber. All right, that is an interesting point, Thomas. I had never thought about that, Penny, uh, that you are, uh, in fact, you, you may be kind of the first impression, the welcoming committee for the entire city when, when we have visitors to town. So, Which is a job we do not take lightly. That, that's, that's great to know. And, and Thomas, one last thing from you, because uh, I, I occasionally put you on the spot with this, since you chose the theme would be live better. Uh, can we get a German translation of that? As we, uh, sometimes I ask you to do a German translation <laughs> of something we have discussed in the show. Live better. Sure, that's an easy one today. Um, besser leben. One more besser, time. Better leben, live. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to speak broken German by the time we get through doing this podcast in 100 years. Um, I'll catch you next week, so be prepared. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I've already forgotten it. I remember Lieben. Lieben. Okay. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This was fantastic. Learned a lot, and we hopefully we created some connections. This has been the Rome Floyd Chamber, Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manis with Rome Business Radio, and we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>